What's going on, everybody? It's On and Off the Field with Durf and Dylan. I'm your host, Durf, here today. It's a lovely Thursday. There's no Dylan, and it's all Durf. So I think I got a really good show for you tonight. Just like I said last on Tuesday, uh, it's going to be a quick little news update tonight. Um, No real main segment, just kind of giving you guys the news that you need. Because we are one week away from the kickoff of the NFL season. And man, oh man, there's some good news. Good news articles out there right now going on. Good stuff going on in the NFL. I checked out a little bit of the other sports. You know, it's an NFL podcast. We cover other sports to fill the time and try to give you some other news besides this NFL. But you know what? I'm just rambling here. So let's just get started. Like I said, welcome to On and Off the Field. And just like the banner says below me, uh, follow, like, subscribe, and share. You can do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and subscribing to YouTube. Make sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts so we know how we're doing and what you like or dislike about the show. You can find all of these links at onandoffthefield.com along with our fundraising efforts and to learn more about the show myself and Dylan and what I was saying about fundraising efforts we are currently still doing Feeding America still aiming for that thousand dollar goal as well as the Boys and Girls Club of America and that is our charity of choice for the On and Off the Field Fantasy Football League that we've got going on here Last week, we had the draft. Got all 12 teams going here now. Um, it's going to be really excited. Uh, keep an eye on the OOTF family group page on Facebook for more information and what's going on in the fo- Fantasy Football League. Excuse me. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. Um, we've had a lot of great donations. All of us going to charity. And... Just like Dylan said, a disclaimer, if the season doesn't happen for some reason or could cut short, we can't get your money back. Money goes to charity. It's for a good cause. So, But the winner of the On and Off the Field Fantasy Football League gets some merchandise. And who doesn't want free merch? Or should I say swag? Like stuff we all get? Yeah. So we might have a couple other things going on for the winner, but that's what they got to. That's what the winner has to look forward to. And speaking of merchandise, make sure to go to onandoffthefield.com, where you can find the link for our new merchandise, which has been the link has been spread all across the social media land. And until the end of the month, September thirtieth, you can use promo code OOTF at checkout. For 10% off. Who doesn't want 10% off of merchandise that they're going to look great in? Right? But got some Facebook users coming in here. Uh, Not sure who you are, but got a little hey fellas and some what's up, Derv? How's it going? Don't know who you are, but what's up? And got some news here. And we're going to talk about it a little later in the show, but good to see that the fans are bringing it up now about Cam being named the starter. Um, 
We'll get to that later in the show. But as we continue on, and I can get this thing working, let's go to the other sports real quick here. So I don't have too much to talk about tonight for the other sports. Um, didn't spend a lot of time looking for news. Point To be point blank with you, um, there's a ton of NFL news going on right now. So just give you a little bit, bit of the, the highlights here. Um, with what I saw, with what I've seen in the other sports, and just anything I could capture real quick before the show. So, last night, I did watch this game. The Miami Heat have taken a 2-0 lead in the series against the Milwaukee Bucks after this game ended literally at the buzzer with double zeros and technical foul shots by Jimmy Butler. What? I, I had never seen a game like that before. It was insane. Like, four seconds left. It's tied at 114. Giannis fouls Jimmy Butler for no reason because he missed the shot. So the rest call foul shots but have no lineup. So basically, if you've never heard that no lineup before, which is new to me last night, is that basically there's no players on the lanes or on the paint, so there's no chance of a rebound. And so Jimmy Butler didn't just make – the one shot needed to win, he made both of them and put that statement down there that the Miami Heat are a force to reckon with against the Bucks, Winning 116 to 114. They play again on Friday night. We'll see if the Milwaukee Bucks can uh, get their act together here or else they're going to go down 3 nothing. And, oh, boy, number one seed getting upset. That wouldn't be good. I mean, it'd be good for the fans because we'd love stuff like that, but... For them, it wouldn't be good, but anyway. But that wasn't the only game that ended at the at the buzzer. The Thunder and Rockets, Game 7 last night, went down to the final possession with the Rockets getting the win at 104 to 102. I don't have any more information about that show, but anyway, the Rockets now face the Lakers on a Friday night as well. And tonight, we currently have the Celtics playing the Raptors, and the Nuggets will take on the Clippers tonight at 9 p.m. So the Nuggets did get the win in Game 7. They take on the Clippers. That should be an interesting matchup. Hopefully Jamal Murray is not too gassed from from Wednesday night. Or Tuesday night, my, my bad. Um, but yeah, so last I checked, the Raptors were up on the Celtics by a few points. But I don't see that lasting for long. Um I'm not worried about Celtics taking a hit here, so we'll see what's going on. Uh, Also in the NBA, a little bit of a surprise here. Steve Nash has officially been announced as the new head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Didn't know they were looking for a head coach to be one. Um, Didn't know he was looking to be a head coach. But... uh, yeah, I think he's going to do a great job in Brooklyn. The dude is smart. He He's played basketball for so long. Like He clearly knew how to keep himself in shape, knew how to take care of himself, and he's going to bring that kind of mentality to the Brooklyn Nets, which they desperately need, and it will help him reunite with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and to bring that team to somewhat more, let's say, existence maybe. Maybe a little bit of, a little bit more relevance. That's what I was thinking of. 
but yeah, so Steve Nash is now the coach of the Brooklyn Nets. And let's see what happens next year. As we move on to the MLB, um, I don't have any other news besides the sad news that Tom Terrific, Tom Seaver, uh, passed away yesterday at the age of 75. Seaver suffered from dementia and also had complications from COVID-19. Um, not sure if there was any other underlying, underlying conditions there, but it did. That's what they're saying is what his cause of death was. But Tom Terrific played for the Mets uh, starting back in 1968. And by 1969, the Mets had went from being non-existent to winning the World Series. So Tom Terrific here really changed around the Mets organization um, during the 70s made them a force to be reckoned with. And besides playing for the Mets, he did bounce around through a couple teams late in, late in his career, but did go back to the Mets um, towards the end of the year, uh, end of his career. Uh, I have Jesse here saying he is the Facebook user. Very nice. What's up, Jesse? But that's all I have for the other sports. Um, like I said, there's a ton of NFL news today, and this is just the absolute excitement that comes with the, the final week of the before the season starts. Um, just everything that's going on right now, and it's just great to have all this great news with the NFL. So as we trans as we transgress over to the NFL news. We're going to start off with probably Dylan's favorite news of today that I'm so sad he's not on the show for because I could just hear him being all like super hyper and like smashing his sign or something weird or yeah. But anyway, the Seahawks are giving Josh Gordon another chance. Uh, they have re-signed the veteran wide receiver. Uh, it's a one-year deal that could surpass $1 million with incentives, but Gordon has to be reinstated by the NFL first in order for any of that to matter. Uh, so if those that don't know, Gordon was suspended by the NFL indefinitely last December uh, for violating the NFL policies on performance-enhancing substances and substance of abuse. Uh, it was his fifth, fifth, yeah, fifth suspension in eight years, but now it doesn't matter in the new CBA. Uh, they can just find him some money and doesn't have to worry about getting suspended. Uh, he does have to get reinstated first for to be any kind of relevance on the any kind of being relevant on the Seahawks team. But if he does get reinstated, look out NFC West because that is going to be a force to reckon with in the secondary when these receivers are just flying through it day game in game out um, plus with will disley and greg olson and tyler lockett there is gonna be insane but so moving on in our nfl news here uh following up from tuesday's show we had talked about Leonard Fournette being released by the Jaguars, didn't get picked up on waivers, became a free agent, and yeah, two days later, guess where he ends up? 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Whoop, whoop. Uh, it's a one-year contract worth the max value of $3.5 million. And for all of you Buccaneer bandwagon fans, uh, Bruce Arians has already come out and told the media that he is insistent that Ronald Jones is their guy still. Um, so the addition does not make the Bucks more Super Bowl favorites than they were before they signed them. People, come on. Uh, the Buccaneers are still going to be Super Bowl favorites, whether he was there or not, because of Tom Brady. But he does bring a little bit of a depth to the backfield in case of injury or for hope not reasons of COVID-19. Um, with the addition of Fournette, the Bucks now have Ronald Jones, LaShawn McCoy. I want to say his name wrong, but uh, Dare Agunbowale. Hopefully I said that right. If not, I'm about, sorry about that. Uh, third round pick, Kashawn Vaughn. And seventh round pick, Raymond Calais. So, it's a pretty deep backfield there. But, you know, a lot of running backs get signed by teams. Also play a lot of special teams because of their speed and their ball handling skills. So, I could see Leonard Fournette being on that special team. Kickoff return, punt return. It'd be good for him. And to continue on with the garbage dumpster fire that the Jaguars are, uh, the Jags, if they were trying to fake out the world by secretly tanking this year, they're doing a really, really bad job at it. Uh, today, the Jags traded safety Ronnie Harrison to the Cleveland Browns in exchange for a 2021 fifth round pick. Um, the Browns did need have a need at safety following the season-ending injury of their rookie, Grant Delpit. Uh, Harrison did start 22 of 28 games in the Jaguars' secondary during his career there. He did miss two games in 2019 due to a concussion, but in the 14 games that he did play, he did compile uh, 71 tackles, two sacks, nine passes defended, and two interceptions. That's that's a pretty good. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna. I think he's gonna step in and play really well for the Browns. Um, it's definitely gonna be some needed secondary that help that they need. Um, with this new, I'm sure Kevin Stefanski's got an idea of what he wants that defense to be like. And yeah, I think it's a good value for the Browns. I mean, just a fifth round pick going back to the Jaguars. So no harm, no foul, really, for the Browns there. But uh, yeah, the the Jaguars are just. Cult. They're just shipping players out and collecting those draft picks because now they have a total of 11 draft picks for the 2021 NFL draft. That's just insane. Like, they literally can build one side of the football team in the draft now. And they could do four of those in the first two rounds. So, that's uh, you're getting some star players there on some cheap money too. Let me tell you that. But when it comes to also releasing players, the Cowboys surprisingly have released veteran safety, haha, Clinton Dix, after he signed a one-year, three-point-seven-five million-dollar deal with the Cowboys only five months ago. Hmm. Well, that was short-lived. 
yeah, I don't I don't know where he's going to end up. Um, he's I know he started with the Packers and went to the Cowboys. Someone's going to pick him up. He's a good safety, veteran presence in the safety market. Um, I really don't know where he might go. He's going to take a lot less money, probably a veteran minimum, if I had to guess, just because the Cowboys released him. And, yeah, maybe he goes to the the Rams, maybe. I don't know. I'm just throwing a team out there, but, yeah, he might go there. Moving on to more player news, Cam Newton has been named the Patriots' starting quarterback. And everyone in the media who was sticking with Stidham is now on the Cam wagon. Yep, that didn't take long. And just to add further to Cam Newton's status in New England, he's also been named one of the team captains as well. I uh, did not know this, but apparently Jared Siddham had been dealing with a hip injury, which allowed Newton to get more reps in practice. And surprisingly, Bill Belichick was publicly praising him for picking up the offense so fast. Wow, Bill Belichick's really turned leaf here. Holy cow. But the big question is here, can Cam stay healthy? If, if Jared Siddham's not healthy when Cam goes down, I hope you Patriots fans know who we're getting, who you're going to have starting. Brian Hoyer. Good luck. But I'm not too worried as a Bills fan. Patriots are still going to lose the AFC East title this year and end their reign with the Bills taking it. So, yeah, just to keep moving on. Also, the Patriots released Mohamed Sanu yesterday after trading a second-round pick to the Falcons for him during the uh, beginning of the 2019 season. Um, a little bit of a surprise. They, you know, they brought him in when Tom Brady needed a uh, a pass or pass-catching presence uh, in the receiving core for the Patriots. Um, with Nikhil Harry struggling and a lot of the other receivers not panning out. But Mohamed Sanu also started to not pan out this year, and the Patriots said bye. So I think he's, he'll, he'll, he'll land on his feet somewhere. Could be the Washington football team. They might need a receiver. Dwayne Haskins needs someone reliable to go to. Sure, why not? Um, let's see here. Next we have... Another ex-Patriots player, uh, Steven Guskowski, has agreed to terms with the Tennessee Titans. And uh, Guskowski's legendary 14-year run in New England ended last year during a very injury-riddled season. Uh, we only saw him play in New England for four games. Uh, hitting 7 of 8 field goals and 11 of 15 extra points before going on our IR in October. Um, he was officially released in March and is just now finding a new team. But that's not, that's not out of the ordinary with everything that's been going on this past 6-7 months. And Koskowski actually sits 5th all-time with an 87.4% field goal conversion rate. That's pretty impressive. That's not bad for fifth. 
if I had to guess, I'd wonder where Adam Adam Vinatieri is. Um, he's another great Patriots kicker who went to who's still in the Colts. Uh, the guy just doesn't quit, and he still has a leg. Um, but yeah, so uh, Stephen Goskowski is now a Tennessee Titans player kicker uh, after they had a little bit of a carousel of kickers going on last year and even in the offseason, but they hopefully found their starter for at least this year. And like I was talking about the Washington football team earlier, Ron Rivera has officially named Dwayne Haskins as the starting quarterback for the Washington football team. And he said this and then also said that he's supporting him 100%. I feel like if you have to say that you're not, maybe you're not confident in him, but it's Ron Rivera. So I'm not saying he's not confident in him because Ron Rivera is like going to tell you how it is. But yeah, Dwayne Haskins is going to be the starting quarterback for Washington week one. We'll see how long that lasts. Hopefully Alex Smith doesn't go in this year for just the sake of his health and, the fans health too. Cause I don't know if fans can handle that him getting hurt again, but that's what's going on for the Washington football team. Um, just some in some NFL league news. I uh, was a little surprised to see this, but glad to see it. Uh, the NFL and NFL PA offices will be closed on election day this year. Uh, this is just another step in the NFL votes campaign which is making a positive change by spreading the awareness uh, that people should be voting and that if you're not registered to vote now and you're eligible, you should be registered. I 100% agree on that. I think that's great for their employees in general, um, that they are acknowledging the importance of a democracy and voting. We got Joshua Bailey. A quick update on the comments here saying it's a, a good signing if he gets to come back, talking about Josh Gordon, and then Josh coming back in again, saying that Haskins can't get any worse. Mm. We would hope that he can't get any worse, but maybe he's going to be like, here, hold my beer, watch this. We can hope not, but anyway. Oh, let's see, where was I? Oh, okay. So uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and tight end Zach Ertz uh, negotiations for a new contract extension for him have came to an abrupt halt today uh, when Philadelphia made an offer that was less guaranteed money than its offer last November. Shocker, trying to get him on the cheap end. Um, again, I, apparently the backloaded offer also had less cash over the next four y- seasons annually than Austin Hooper's contract with the Cleveland Browns. Really, Eagles? Come on now. You you got to pay your tight end. You don't just let him walk like that. He is clearly the face of the franchise right now on that line for being a tight end. Like You got him and Dallas Goddard. Like, don't mess it up, Eagles. You need him there. And also, with kind of contract talks here, apparently, this came out this afternoon, that the Texans 
are in talks with Deshaun Watson um, for a contract extension that is aiming to range, according to his agent, uh, somewhere around between what Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are making. Okay. I, I don't agree. I don't disagree with that. Um, I mean, Watson's a really good player. I'd like to see what he could do on a more stable team with a stable coach. And it doesn't also be a GM and trade away all his players, but or draft picks in that, in that case. Uh, but I'm glad that they at least have that kind of number down for uh, for Deshaun Watson. Um, I think it's a good number. I'm glad that his agent and him are not trying to one-up Patrick Mahomes because that would be a very terrible decision to try to one-up Patrick Mahomes' historic contract. Um, there's a reason Mahomes got paid that much money. Watson's not there yet. Will he ever get there? Maybe over his entire career. Maybe in t- for 10 years, maybe he'll get close to making that much money, but not right now. Like You can't have that guaranteed money right now. So that's what's going on with Deshaun Watson and the Texans. And, oh, a little quick little pop in here from David Timmons saying that no way Watson should get more than Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson makes more than Aaron Rodgers if I, if I, had to recollect where they were at. I want to say Russell's about, well, I don't want to throw a number out there because I know I'll be wrong, but um, I think being a little older, what Aaron Rodgers is making right now and still not making quite as much as Russell Wilson, but being in that near in the ball, in the, in the ballpark there, um, not a bad idea, but like David's saying here, I don't see him going, making more than what Russell Wilson makes. So it'll be interesting to see when the talks end and when the contract dust settles, uh, what kind of numbers we're looking at here with the Sean Watson. I didn't see anything if it was being pressing right now or if it was just kind of like a casual talk here. But that's what's going on with the Texans. And like I said, guys, I'm just doing a quick news update. Um, so unfortunately, I got into my last piece of news but it's a really interesting one. Um, so for anyone who has YouTube TV, I do not personally. I, got my, I have Hulu, but I looked at YouTube TV as an option for streaming. Now you can get NFL Network on there as part of the base package. And if you pay a little extra money for the Sports Plus package, you can get NFL Red Zone. That sounds like a sweet deal to me. Uh, The NFL and YouTube have reached an agreement, which will now bring, like I said, the NFL Network to their base package. So I do not know off the top of my head what their base package is. I want to say it's, I want to say a ballpark of like 40 bucks a month. Um, but there's a lot of great channels there with YouTube. And yeah, I think it's finally the NFL network getting off of that, that cable restriction now, which is great for them because it's going to reach so many more viewers and so many more people will be able to watch all the great shows that are on NFL network. I know personally I missed watching 
Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Um, but I cut the cord a couple years ago. So yeah, it's the, it's the price you pay. Not a big deal. I got plenty of other stuff to watch. I got tons of podcasts to listen to. No big deal. But I think that's all I have for you guys tonight. Um, hopefully Dylan is back on for our show on Tuesday night. But if he is not, I will definitely be here for sure on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. As we're getting ready for the week one kickoff. Um, just a reminder, week one on Thursday, next Thursday, is the Chiefs and Texans. A little rematch of the AFC Divisional Playoff game. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give you my pick now. I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I don't. I don't. Haven't came up with the score yet, but I'll take the Chiefs. But just like that, that is the end of my show. Oh, got the wife checking in here, saying your wife might agree with YouTube TV. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> but that's the end of the show. Um, I don't want to use the the sign out the sign off we've been using for a couple days. I heard something on the rate or on a podcast on my uh, my way home tonight, and it really just kind of stuck with me. And I think it's something positive that you can tell people. Um, it put a smile on my face, and I'm you know I'm just like I think some people need to hear this. So this is what I want to tell you. Don't slow your glow.